For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Recorded live.
Yeah. 
want to. We want to thank him this morning for leading us and guiding us and showing us his truth and delivering us. He's a keeping God, but we're going to have to walk in love. Love is not a word that's picked up occasionally, used abruptly, and forgotten the purpose. We were made to love. We were shown love by the Father. may not have gotten it from our earthly father, but he certainly gave it. And we can find love right on the end of our tongue. We can speak it, believe it, walk in it, live it, and then you can be a recipient of this love. What a beautiful love affair the Father have for the children. I think it's first John the fourth chapter, which said he bestowed this love upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Perfect love. Perfect love casts out all fear. There's no fear in perfect love. But he who fears is not made perfect. And that word goes a long ways today. If you need healing in your body, sometimes our healing won't come because of our unforgiveness, because of our painting heart where with someone someone has done something to cause us to fret, to cause us to hurt, to cause us to pain away someone has done something to turn us away from this love affair that the Father has bestowed upon us. If we would walk in love, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, for the pride of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and all these things are enemy against God. The Almighty has given us his word, and we are seeking and searching him for things that he has already given us. Everything we need this morning not only is it in our DNA, but it's in our vocabulary. What you say is what you get. So many times we need for our situation to turn around. But the words we use responding to our situation, they're not faith-filled words. They're only words that makes, uh, they're only words that satisfy our longing satisfy the things that we are looking for and talking about. But I want to talk this morning, time permit, I want to talk about, I want to talk about being chosen, being chosen by Yah. Hallelujah. And the Father, 
this verse of scripture is talking about I almost dropped my Bible now. Let me get it so I can have it. Those of you all that have your Bibles this morning, thank you. God bless you. Keep us lifted up in your prayers. There's been mighty, many, many, many battles I would have had fought, but I thought, let the Lord fight it, and it'll keep all the officials, I mean, it'll keep all of the uh, government the police officers, the ambulance, and all these people, they usually come to a situation that uh, has gotten out of control. We need to bring ourselves under the word of God and stop using terms like, I didn't say I was Jesus. I didn't say I was God. Those are just mild cop-outs, how we just say things just to get our feelings right. We need to be more more concerned about our spirit, man. Yes, our flesh appears that it's fine, but our spirit, man, needs more nourishment. How are we going to get this nourishment? Psalms 129 and 9, or Psalms 109 and 9, one of the verses of scriptures. It says, how can a young man cleanse his way only by the word shall a young man cleanse his way? No other way for him to be cleansed. Good morning. Um, Amen. We praise him. Thank you all for holding on. We praise him. You never, never neglect a call. You never know what that call and how important that call could be. I don't like answering the telephone, but when it's a number that, that you don't know. Just after some time, take it. I want to talk this morning about love. I want to talk about the love of the Father and 
this. We read in the 15th chapter of John and the ninth verse. It says, As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. He said, you. We're so easy to shift that word, you, when someone said, you. So we shifted off and said, I wish that my brother was here. I wish that my sister was here. I wish that Lisa, the lady I work with, could have heard this. If it was for Lisa, for your brother, for them, they would have been there. But the Father has chosen you this morning to be a part of his love affair. And the reason for so many of our situations where we're hurt and we're broken and we're torn and we are going through so many trials and tribulation is because we won't give what we want. We want all these wonderful gifts from the Almighty. We want all the blessings, all the beauty, all the look. We want all of these things that comes along with service, servitude. But where is the love? The Father would not have had mighty men to pen this in the book if he didn't mean what he said. He said he wants a love affair. A one verse of scripture says, uh, 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 no greater love a man had that he laid his life down for the son. How many of us have actually laid our life down for the cause of him? How many of us have actually put someone and preferred someone else before us? How many times have we actually sought the Father on the behalf of what we actually needed? See, sometimes we need this thing called love, and, 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 and we're getting it the wrong way, and we're amen, holding on to uh, bad memories. You cannot hold on to your past or hold on to the past and expect to have God blessings working in your life today. We're going to have to do it the way the books say do it. We can't get this thing the way we thought we wanted to get it. Look what he said right there. He says that We have to abide in love. That means we have to stay in love no matter how bad you're being treated. You know, one day I'll have some people to call in and give their testimonies 
of all the trouble that I yet go through trying to show love. I mean, one thing after another, one way after another, one dose of love after another, just keep on giving love, giving love, and yet still being abused in the midst of giving this love. And every time I thought correct the situation, you know, verbally, uh, whichever way I decide to correct it, you know, thank God that you need to be more closely knitted and connected to the Father so that you will be able to not have to wage this war on your own, but you can walk away or walk around and begin to think about, Lord, I don't know what to do, Father. Work this thing out for me. Because if you're going to show love, you must show love at all times. Love worketh no ill. Look what it says in First Corinthians, First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter. You know, First Corinthians, thirteenth chapter. <clears throat> excuse me. You all, excuse me for this little side of situation, but it's getting better. You know, I'm already better. Hallelujah. Look here. It says in First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter. It says, greatest gift. We all know that the greatest gift is what everyone wants. The world is being turned inside out and upside down over this word, this four-letter word, love. Everyone wants love. Love has been misguided, mistaken. Love has been taken out of proportion and has been made into something lower than the intent of the Father. But look what it says here. Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding, become a sounding brass, a clinging stumble. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I can remove mountains, but I have not loved. I'm nothing, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but I have not loved, it profits me nothing. Love suffer long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself is not puffed up, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, does not provoke, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoice in the truth. The Bible says love bears all things, believe all things, hope all things, and do all things. Love never fails. Whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. For we know in part, hallelujah, we know in part this morning, this beautiful love affair that the Father has bestowed upon his children. He says in the 14th verse of the 15th chapter of John, he said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you. He wants you to be confident this morning in the word. 
fighting and stop trying to rationalize and stop trying to uh, uh, judge ourselves against our own standards. You know what I mean? Well, I still don't have money for my light bill. I don't have, I don't, I don't, I, it's all about what I don't have. You can't judge, hallelujah, the blessings of God upon your own output. You know, I work and I work and I work and just pay bills and pay bills and pay bills. Hallelujah. How much of what you've done was for someone else? See, we have it twisted today. We think that, you know, just because I'm working, I'm taking care of my family, I'm not going to the clubs, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that, that the father, amen, he automatically should do all these things for us. True. You're right. But it's more to life, hallelujah, than you're working and caring for your own family. It goes above and beyond the need of oneself, hallelujah. Bible said love is not selfish, hallelujah. If true love is really operating in your life today, glory to God, hallelujah, then everywhere you go, glory to God, you will have love files one after another, hallelujah, and people will know you because of that love. It is love. He wants the joy to be filled. Twelve verse, he said, this is my commandment that you love one another. As I have loved you, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friend. Fourteen verse says, you are my Friend, if you do whatever I command you, 15 verse says, no longer I call you servant, for servant does not know what his master is doing. But I call you friend, for all things that I've heard from my father I have made known to you. So the word this morning is saying that everything that was given to Yahshua from our great God, the Father, he has also bestowed it upon us, according to First John, the first, first John 4. It talks about uh, uh, what manner of love, let's see, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. That's what it says. Let's see. Let's see. We want to get them scriptures right. First John. First John one, two, first John four. Beloved, let me see. What's that? You are God, let you have overcome. Okay. First John four seven. Beloved. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. And in this, the love of God was manifested toward us, and God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. 
And this is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son. You see, right there, that love affair that he has restored upon us, he says here in John uh, 15 and 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, thank you, Father, he may give you. These things I command you that you love one another. See, all the other things that we do, all the things that we give away and all that, it's easy to give someone something, amen, and then they're out of your sight. But he wants you to continue in love today, hallelujah, no matter how bad they treat you, the Bible says they don't know him. And you is a love stirring for them. You can't just be holy and sanctimonious and I'm just going to just leave them alone. I don't have to do with them people. If they're your assignment, assigned to you by the Almighty, you must fulfill the obligation of love. Straight up. Love is not partial. Love is working always. It, it may not feel good. It feel like it's working for you, but it's working, hallelujah, a great recompense, reward, hallelujah. He will take care of you in the midst of your struggles, your love affairs, hallelujah. Glory to God. Don't be so easy and so quick to fall out of love. Let love continue, hallelujah. The word of God is full of Amen. The things that you should do and not be worried about the things that's being done to you. Make sure that your love affair is genuine and and, 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 and you don't have no ulterior motives about what you're doing. Do it and expect nothing in return. Hallelujah. And where you're sending your love to, I promise and I guarantee you, it may take a day or it may take a year, but you keep pouring on samples of love, my friend. And as you do, my brothers and my sisters, you cannot change this affair. It could be evil, wicked. I had to minister to a young girl, and she told me about how that her sibling was abusing her. And I talked with her, and I looked in her eyes, and she said, this is where a lot of my anger, and like she said, I need help. She said, I need counseling. So I said, well, I have a spiritual counselor. You know, these people, they charge us. But I'm going to talk to the young lady. The young lady, she's a counselor. She's probably about 23. And this kid just turned 20 the day before yesterday. And the Lord had instructed me yesterday to just go out and just do what I could for her and her fiancé. And they said they wanted to get married. So... We're going to get them married, get them baptized, and mentor and minister to these peoples. But the love that I was pouring on to these people, it turned upon me, and they jumped on me. She did. But by the grace of God, I never strike back, never raise my hand back. I praise and I thank him, hallelujah, for him humbling me. He wants to work in his servants today, but he needs to humble us. He said he needs to 
We need to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of Yah, that he may exalt us. Hallelujah. Over in the book of 1 John 4 and 15, it, descri- it describes to us that we're coming to a close. Excuse me if the Lord say the same. We'll pick this up. Excuse me, please. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides. Forever, as long as you're doing the will of the Father this morning, that love will abide forever. According to Scripture this morning, the Lord warns us that we're going to have some trials, we're going to have some tribulations, we're going to have some things that's going to happen in our life, but he wants us to walk in love continually. We have to continue to walk in love at all times. Love never fails. Love is not partial. Love is not love until it's given away. Let us give ourselves away today so that we can be victorious in this army of the Almighty. Have a blessed morning. Peace and blessings. See See you last time. I want you to understand this. There is always a sound that precedes a move of God. Everybody say that there's always a sound that precedes the move of God. Whenever you will find deliverance, wherever you will find healing, wherever you find a move of God, it is always associated with a sound. I want us to take just maybe 30 seconds and we're going to we're going to sing this song. We're going to raise it as an offering to the Lord. I want us to take about maybe just 30 seconds, if you will. Brother, I just want you to minister on that on that guitar. I want you to raise your hands in his presence, and let's just worship God all over this room. Come on, everybody, let's worship God all over this room.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.